In the name of Jesus, amen. Dear Christians, did you hear the question spoken by those Greeks at that Temple Mount gathering so many years ago? It's shortly after Jesus entered Jerusalem on Palm Sunday, and all the people are talking about him coming in, and some Greeks go up to see Philip. And they say this, Sir, we wish to see Jesus. Philip grabs Andrew, and Philip and Andrew together go to see Jesus, and they tell him what the Greeks said. Sir, we wish to see Jesus. And how does Jesus respond? In a really odd way. He says this, The hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. And when we read that, we have to ask, how is that an answer to that question? How do these two things go together? We wish to see Jesus. The hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. How do these two things connect? Do they go together at all? Of course they do. You see, now we're in Holy Week. And where do we look? When we want to see Jesus, what is it that we're looking for? When we pray, Sir, we wish to see Jesus, where should we look? Jesus tells us to his glorification, to the cross, where he hangs naked, bleeding, and dying. When we wish to see Jesus, we should see his suffering, his death, and his resurrection. We should see all the Holy Week things. St. Paul later writes it this way, We preach Christ crucified. We see Jesus as the sacrifice for sin, the one who purchases the world through his holy, precious blood, innocent suffering and death, the one who dies for the sins of the world. We wish to see Jesus, that Jesus, crucified and risen Jesus, Savior, Jesus. Now in our world today, not all people see Jesus that way. In our gospel lesson, at the beginning of it, Jesus sees, Judas sees Jesus as a cash cow. John tells us that Judas used to steal from the church treasury and is even complaining about nard that was used to anoint Jesus for his death. There are still some in our world today who see Jesus as a cash cow, aren't there? Do you remember several years ago the TV pastor who complained and got his congregation to buy him a new personal jet? Why? 
His old personal jet was too outdated for his taste. How did he see Jesus? How did his congregation see Jesus? They thought of him merely as a way to make a few bucks. Is that how you see Jesus? Some in our world today see Jesus merely as a moral teacher. They think Jesus showed us how to be nice guys. They ask, what would Jesus do in this particular situation, facing this moral conundrum? I'm not saying it's wrong to ask that question, but it is wrong to merely see Jesus in that way and not as a Savior who bleeds, suffers, dies, and rise again. Because it's the cross and the empty tomb that inform all of our moral decisions and teach us what the truth is. When you look at Jesus, do you see merely a moral teacher? In our world today, there are some who see Jesus as a political tool. They want to let people know that Christ is the king who's a political leader, establishing an earthly kingdom. Some of these on Palm Sunday that we read about in our gospel lesson think this way. Some in our world still do the same thing. We need to create a theocracy, they say, where Christ rules the world supreme. And we punish those who disagree with him. Some political leaders today even play the Jesus card in an effort to consolidate their own power, in an effort to get the religious people of our country on their side. They claim Christianity to get elected, but they act like a pagan in their rule and authority. Is this how you see Jesus? <clears throat> Some in our world today see Jesus as a scapegoat. I can live the way that I want to because Jesus is love. I can sleep around whenever I want. I can cheat on my taxes. I can curse and swear and deceive and more. Jesus has bigger fish to fry than me. He's got those people in prison, those people who have done real wrong things, things that I think are worse than my own sin. Some people use this idea to feed the belief that they can be their own God here and do what they want. You only live once, so long as in the end, 
you pay lip service to Jesus. Some people see Jesus as their enemy. They falsely accuse him. They shut down access to him. They keep you away from church in a variety of ways. They tell lies about him. They proclaim false doctrine because they don't like the real Jesus, the bloody Jesus, the gory Jesus, the crucified Jesus. They betray him. They forget about him. They run away from him. They live for themselves. Is that how you see Jesus? When you pray, Sir, let us see Jesus, what is it you're looking for? You know the truth. When you wish to see Jesus, you listen to his own word about where you should look. The Son of Man must be glorified. The Son of Man must be lifted up. The Son of Man must die and rise again. That's the Jesus we look at this Holy Week. For the Son of God has come to fulfill His Father's will. He's come to be wrongly arrested, falsely accused, mocked and spat upon, whipped and beaten to be paraded through crowds of people as a common criminal, to be stripped naked, nailed to a cross, and hung there until dead. And it's in that that we see the glory of Jesus. There on Good Friday is where we look when we wish to see Jesus. That's why we have crucifixes in our sanctuary, around our necks. That's why we spend so much time hearing God's word in Holy Week. On the cross, that's our God. That's our Lord. That's our Savior. If you wish to see Jesus, don't look at Jesus as merely your friend or your homeboy or some nice guy or a scapegoat or a moral teacher. Look to his glory as a sacrifice for sin, the propitiation for all that's done wrong, the one who let his own blood be shed so that you don't have to die forever. Because in Jesus, that's your truth. 
You will not die, but you shall live and recount the deeds of the Lord. His death is in your place. Now you have the promise of life in him. His glory is what you see on the pages of Holy Scripture. It's what you hear preached in his word, in truth and purity. It's what gives you the peace to sustain you day in and day out in this world of tribulation, trial, difficulty, and suffering. Dear Christians, it's Holy Week. And I pray that you may be like these Greeks from our gospel lesson this week. That you may wish to see Jesus, even if it's difficult due to our worldly circumstances. And I pray that you would listen to the word of Jesus and look to the cross, the suffering, the passion. And see therein the glory of God revealed before your eyes. And that you may watch all the way through to the resurrection, the ascension, and know that where Christ goes, you shall follow. This Holy Week, let our eyes be fixed on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. In the name of Jesus, amen. Our service continues at this time as we sing the canticle. In place of the canticle, we'll sing hymn number 432, In Silent Pain, the